Welcome everybody to the Energy for Sales podcast, where we discuss growing your business, growing your sales team, and having some fun while you do it. And we have a special guest, two special guests on today, Jeff Jamaladine from Virginia, and Mikey Knobs, back with us from Florida. Welcome, gents. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here, buddy. Good morning. All right, it's Coffee with Coach. Coffee with Coach's Council. We got four coaches on this morning. There you so, go. Coach Jeff's got to kick us off. Literally, Coach Jeff that is in a soccer jersey, giving back to the community, coaching girls soccer team, and a rock star. But Jeff's got to kick us off this morning. Hey, good morning. So, um, yeah, uh, you asked me to be on here because I think you you heard about my struggling uh, struggle to grow my industry, grow my business. And looking for talent, and um, like I, like a, you know, like we talked about, um, it's tough to find a person in, in an industry that's booming right now. And um, you know, 2020 was challenging for many people, but in the real estate world, in the uh, loan officer world, title world, I mean, things were going amazingly, amazingly. Um, and um, you know, finding somebody who helped you grow your business to get you where you wanted to go. I was not looking for somebody who is not currently working or not uh, employed or not, you know, doing amazing things that maybe at a competitor. I was, you know, I wanted that that person that that's doing all these things. So, long story short, um, I did not want just a typical resume on my desk saying, you know, all the lip service that I wanted. I wanted to go out and find that person that you know can help me grow my business and. Um, did some research and seeing that um, in a CEO survey uh, a couple of years ago, they stated that the number one threat to their industry is not um, having talent available within their own ranks. Um, and, you know, that's people. I mean, um, it's not a new, um, the new invention, a new way of doing things. They are afraid that they don't have the talented people the heroes you call it in, the, in their own organization to move that company forward and that is for CEOs their biggest biggest threat start thinking a little bit more in the United States we fill 60 million jobs every year 60 wow. million jobs get filled every single year and um, HR it's a 20 billion dollar industry just HR 20 billion Billion with a big B, billion. And and the, the amazing thing is that uh, before I was looking into this, two thirds of the twenty billion is spent on hiring. Wow, that's how important it is to have the right people on the bus, the right people within your industry, and um, it's number one um, concern of CEOs and uh, and you know uh, industry leaders. Wow. Jeff, uh, interesting timing. Um, I'm hiring right now and, and recruiting. Tim, Tim's, uh, I don't know if he's going to share, but he, he's figured it out and brought a superstar over. And you're right. He, this person was working, was well-known. We've talked on this podcast about building your brand. Someone that uh, Tim went out and, and asked um, a lot of different people in the industry who was their favorite and why was why was this person their favorite? And he just went after him and, and figured it out. Uh, for 
for me, I'm all, when I'm looking at a candidate, are they running from something or are they running to something? Mm. Sometimes people do get stuck in a very um, uh, rotten culture. I'm, I'm a huge culture person. One of the questions I ask in the interview, uh, as I get them comfortable, ask them what they have learned about the company, I will ask them, so which of our core values spoke to you the most? That's a running to something, not a running from something, from unemployment, from hmm. like, do you feel it's a match? And, you know, I don't know, I don't know if Tim wants to share or, or share. Um, and I'm only, I was only one of those 60 million jobs uh, last year. <laughs> In 2019, <laughs> Mikey Nas might have been one or two. Yeah, I was, I was a couple, I think. Yeah. So, so, Tim, I mean, share. I mean, <laughs> and, and coming out of coaching, um, I was with a coaching firm where we worked with entrepreneurs. And, and Jeff, you are right there. It's like, what's that right person? And, um, it, you know, for me, it has to be a cultural fit. I'm looking for two things. Are they running from something? Are they running to something? Um, That's powerful. This person, would they keep a, a buyer engaged in the process? And, you know, can do, will do team fit. Those are hard things to, to gauge. I, I think, uh, and, and Mike, Mike, Mike I kind of want to go to you first and I'll come back. But I think sure. uh, one, one thing that's really, you said, David, are they running from something or towards something? I think one of the best things about hiring, if, if, I mean, if you're having staff, you're hiring a level of experience, you're hiring an attorney or you're hiring an admin, there's a different, probably an approach for each, each category, if you will. But if you're right. hiring sales, it's a golden opportunity to, I don't know, let, let them own that pro, own some of that process and see how they respond, mm -hmm. right? I think I think if you're hiring for a salesperson, it, it gives you a perfect looking glass into their sales ability. Um, because I mean, remember, people are as we're as we're interviewing them, they're interviewing us or should be. So if there's yeah. that lack of interviewing us, I mean, I can get it. If it's a, if it's an 18 year old right out of high school and, and she's just looking for a summer job. Okay. I get it. We're, we're, we're right. hiring somebody to type some, some forms. Right. But if, but if it's a professional salesperson, they should be interviewing us almost harder than we're interviewing them. Right. They, I mean, to own that sales process. And so on the sales side, it's pretty interesting, but Mike, you've been a sales guy all your life. You've been, you've chased the sports realm and now you're sports writing. So talk, talk to us about some of your interview um, activity that, that, that aligns with what Jeff's saying. Yeah. I mean, that, man, I mean that those were some eye popping numbers that, that Jeff shared right there, you know, and I, I I guess it's one of those things where I kind of in my mind knew that there was going to be a big number. Those two figures, he said, 60 million jobs a year and then 20 billion, you know, HR is a 20 billion with a B dollar industry. But just just hearing it, you know, that is, I don't know, it makes it more real when you hear the actual number. I knew it was a huge, but the fact that two thirds were spent on hiring, holy cow, man. Good grief. So it's like, I think for employers it's not necessarily all about yeah it is about finding the right talent but it's also i think more it's about attracting the right talent you know like you know when i was fortunate enough to get you know hired by coach and and, and but i was attracted to the job by tim you know in our relationship and i saw your core values aligning with, you know, with Turner's core values. Yep. And that's yep. what it attracted me to y'all. 
you were at you were at your former company what 10 years 10 years yeah that's right mm -hmm. and, and, you and were, thought i would never and thought i would never leave i didn't yeah. plan on leaving i was comfortable you know and 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 you know i kind of felt like i was maybe hitting the ceiling but it, the job was easy and i was a little too comfortable you know and, and when i started you know selling i was actually selling jeff it's kind of funny i was actually selling to tim in in one of my prior roles and, and we you know you know struck great, a great sell, great salesperson and i good, you know what relationship yeah and when i, I moved think, over to sales david we had to go pick some all-stars yeah and we went to some of our suppliers so jeff to your point we were not going out to look for some people to bring in that didn't really know their stuff we went to our supplier base jeff and we picked like five names that were all stars and we went and recruited those five heavily we got three of them um i think jeff the, the other missing piece um not just especially in the sales industry we don't use assessments lean on on assessments um we did uh we, we were students of disc and that does give you a profile of, of their personality but um, i've got a buddy here in town uh, craig Evelton runs sales bullpen keep um, assessments into into will this person be successful in a sales role and a lot of um a lot of bigger companies and, and entrepreneurs too if they have um just a standard process of even an assessment that you're not drilling into the depth of of, of a sales assessment um this did have um a flavor of of a sales assessment that would bring you back additional information and um you know, to, to Tim's point, I think that um, you might know where those superstars are. They might be at your competitors, and and it sometimes it takes some time. But I think Tim just just landed one through his research again of asking people who was the top person. Well, the name kept coming up. Well, David, you bring that up. So Jeff, we just hired somebody, and they start Monday, and it's gonna it's gonna be a, a game changer uh, nice. for our team. And um, but we've, we've, been, we've been recruiting for this role for quite a while. And David, it's interesting though. We talked about watered down coffee last week. Yep. And Jeff, the whole premise of our podcast last week was if you didn't catch it and, and if you're listening and haven't caught it, go go listen to watered down coffee. Oh, hey, I'm a fan. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow you. <laughs> but, but the premise is anything for that matter, whether it's a meal you order, coffee, tea, whatever it is, or a vacation experience, right? If you go and it's less than, or there's something wrong, somebody didn't follow a process, right? Elite brands have a process, elite companies have a process. And so to start a hiring, I think to start hiring or, or growing your company, you have to figure out what your hiring process looks like. You know, are you doing, are you recruiting internally? Are you hiring a recruiting company? Are you, you know, what, what is the process gonna be? And then number two, I sat down with um, about 10 of our top prospect, prospective agents, and I sat down with current agents. And I said, hey, who, who's the all-star out there? Um, who are the all-stars? I wanted some names. And I, I started taking names down. Well, there was one common denominator across like four or five of the answers. So we started getting in touch with that yeah. guy. And he- That's your guy. Yeah. said no two times, right? Mm -hmm. um, so then we had to get creative. So I want to say there's got to be a process, but then nowadays, guys, I think the biggest word has to be there has to be an adaptability with mm -hmm. our with our hiring processes because 
what yep. worked 10 years ago, five years ago, even two years ago, post or pre-pandemic is not going to work hiring people today. People want more flexibilities. They want more creativity in their compensation packages. The other thing is if you're hiring for sales, um, how do you incentivize um, so that everyone's winning? They're winning when, when you're all growing, but that you're also not, you know, I think so many times the traditional package, employment package, it's, it's almost a thing of people want, people want adaptability and flexibility in that. So we did, we went all, we had a process. We went and found somebody who was not looking. Um, in fact, the, the, the line that, that our senior vice president used um, in his, in his email was um, we didn't want the best available person. Right. We wanted the best person. There you right? go. There's a difference. We don't want the best available person. Jeff, back to your point. That's they, so good. They weren't looking for us. We went looking for them. And so I think start with process, then define the areas of, of flexibility you have in, in the compensation. And then how are you going to incentivize um, that person? And I believe incentivizing more than just salespeople, but that's, I think there's different authors and there's different beliefs on that structure. And I think in corporate America, it's a different story than Jeff, small business owner, right? So, but I think everybody in the organization, if they have some level of incentive, not just a, a base salary, it, it helps them get excited, right? About being a customer service person or being everyone, everyone's in sales, I believe. Absolutely. Um, so shaking the hand of the person or fist bumping nowadays with a mask on, that hand <laughs> of the person when they first walk in the door or closing a file, like all the way through the process, we're all selling and that customer experience is what's gonna bring them back. So no matter what position I'm hiring, I'm looking to incentivize at some level, and it doesn't have to be as, big as a salesperson's commission, but some level, an incentive, hey, to show up and to, to outperform our competitors. I like what you said, Tim, and um, also David. Um, I just got to throw a flag here, um, like in good old football. Um, I don't think it makes a difference if it's a big uh, U.S. corporation or small business. The hiring process, attracting the people is changing, you know, across the board. Um, Harvard Business Review came up with a, with a study that showed that after World War II to the 70s, 90% of all American companies hired from within. So, you know, remember the, the times for the gold watches and mm -hmm. the retirement party and then <laughs> this person left and then it triggers down or triggers up. You know, you get promoted, you get promoted, you get promoted and then we hire somebody new, you know, to bring us coffee and then, you know, you walk through the company. It's less than one third right now that hires from within. Wow. So you looking for your supplier is, um, you know, it's common now in, in 2021 or maybe even 2020 or 2019. But a couple of years ago, I mean, couple, you know, starting in the industrial world here in, in the U.S. after World War II, it was not common. You hired from within. That was the, the niche, the promotion, the, you know, mm. you're like, hey, if you loyalty to the company. It's not there anymore. If you if you want to grow in the United States of America, then and you're with a company for five, seven, eight years, it's time for change. You want to move a up. Dinosaur you're a dinosaur. You're a dinosaur. Yep, I agree. Exactly. Yep. You want to wait till the person in front of you, you know, gets hit by a car or retires. I mean, <laughs> that's not you know a way to live your life. I mean, yeah. you know, you gotta be. You will get approached if you're a talented person in whatever industry. People will come find you. The twenty billion dollars are well spent, 
I mean, there are people outsourcing, you know, most people outsource HR. Um, and they're going through social media. Indeed, it's a very big, you know, platform in Europe. I don't know how big it is in the United States. But, I mean, people go through um, uh, LinkedIn, you know. That's another big thing, you know, like a professional Facebook, I call it. But, you know, people look there, scan. What is this person doing? What industry are they in? Are they, you know, um, is that something that fit in my, my um, company? So, hiring, hiring the actually right person... I think it's just the first step to get the person to your industry. Like you said, you got to sell them a vision. You got to sell them, you know, uh, opportunity. Be like, hey, you come in here. This is where we're going. And something David said really good, you know, he knows clearly what he's looking for. Are you running from something or are you running to something? And everybody should have this, you know, in, in one. Say, I like resilient, humble and hungry people. You know, if you if you show me that in the past you've been, been resilient, you show me humbleness, but you also show me that you're hungry, that you want to improve, that you want to get better, then we need to be talking. You know, you need to, I need to find how I can get this person who has talented into my, into my industry. And like it or not, everybody wants a Tom Brady on their team. You know, I mean, you can say whatever you want about this person. Want that, you want that Tom Brady on your team, you know? <laughs> uh, for any of our listeners keeping score, Mikey Knobs now said no to me twice. <laughs> I went back after him. He said no again. Did he say no three times? And Tim's still on. I'll pray about it. Did he say uh, no three times, David? Not no. yet. That'll be the next time. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. He said no twice. I was going to say three times, man. Duck. I mean, the, 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 the rooster's no. going to throw or something. <laughs> there, 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 <laughs> you on your new superstar too. It's something, not over. Something I wanted. No, it's, to say. it's never over. <laughs> it's never I, over. Something I wanted to say <laughs> Some... too is um, when you're looking for that expertise, um, talk to some of your referral partners. Talk to your referral partners. Tell, t- make sure your vision of hiring is clearly. There's a there's a book we talked uh, we read um, a long time ago called Top Grading, and it talked about the ABC players. And Jeff, it had the strategy yes for hiring from within, but also hiring from without and, and attracting the the talent, having the right culture and all that. But they had this one slogan in there called building the bench, and the bench mm-hmm. basically meant that that that's your you know hey Mahomes gets you know a concussion. You have a quarterback ready to run out on the field, right? You have somebody back, you have somebody planned. And and I know if you have a, a smaller company, you might not have a bench internally of people who are already on the team making, you know, $50 million or whatever these quarterbacks. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Building the bench for a small business owner could could be, hey, I, I have a hiring plan for, in place for the admin. Um, there's also this core employee that, you know, just knows all of these, all the stuff that the business runs around this key employee. What's her replacement plan if, you know, and then, you know, I'm going to grow my sales, you know, revenue, you can't do anything without growth without sales. Right. So what am I doing to grow that? Cause actively, I mean, you, you, I think sales, you always need to be a recruiting for, um, if you find a great person who's who's who has a book of business and, and there and you can be recruiting them actively and bring them over you just doubled your business right so i think in sales you're constantly recruiting and then you have this 
key employee kind of replacement plan, then you're you know you're looking for fresh talent. I mean, you don't want to pass up that waitress at this at the um, at the restaurant. If you have a spot that she could come in and start adding value to your business, and you knew in three years you could coach her to some all-star player just because of again resilience, humility, and hungry. Like if if that person, mm-hmm. so you have this spot for the newcomer, you have this superstar that you're recruiting from. You know, if they're not looking, but you're looking, and then you have a ba- a replacement plan for those key employees. Um, we, it was called building the bench. So who's on your bench, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that would be the, the question you, you start asking yourself, who's on my bench for every one of my key roles? Um, who, who's on your bench? If you're gonna sell, if you're gonna love your company to sell, who's on your bench to to buy your company, right? Who are you who are you going after right now to build that relationship? And, and Jeff, I think you you model that so well because you you do. You you recruit in the industry, you you get to know people. Um, you're never opposed to a cup of coffee. I mean, we did a coaching event together and Jeff throws his number out on the board. He says, if you want coffee, if you want to come pick my brain from real estate, you want coffee, here's my cell phone number, right? It's all about going out there, meeting the person face-to-face. Um, yeah. I like I like building the bench. And, you know, as a small business owner, um, it's, it's tough um, building a bench. But what do you think about um, instead of building the bench, Picking from the bench of your competitors, like you know, if I'm I'm the you know, it's hard for me as a coach to keep a bench happy. If I have talent on the bench but I can't play because I got a seasoned player, you know, or salesperson who's just a little bit ahead of that person, how do I keep that person happy? They're probably going to wander off. But just or and how about I look at my you know, that's how I got my last uh, senior processor. I didn't have no bench. I couldn't afford to have a bench because, you know, small business. But I know who the big players in the title industry were. And I did what you said, you know, I just had conversation with vendors and be like, hey, what is that name of that person that um, who, who, who's sitting on a bench somewhere else? You know, maybe want to grow a little bit, want to step up, want to get more flexibility in our contract, you know. And, um, of course, when I approached her, she said no. I was like, huh, interesting. <laughs> but no to me means not yet. Not that's yet. Right. She told me not yet. Yep. That's, that's no yep. to me. Not right now. And, uh, Boom, boys. It took, it took two Boom. more attempts and actually... Mighty knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> it so took Jeff. two more attempts to go after and find out what she wanted it. And she wanted to work for remotely from at home. She didn't want more money. She just wanted to be able two days out of the week to work at home. Once I found that out, I was like, you got it. <laughs> Sign on the dotted line. You know, got to throw a little non-compete in there. And then, you know, you, you're on board. <laughs> Love it. And Jeff, when speaks of a talent bench, you're not paying these people. You're just communicating with them, mm-hmm. them all the way through um, a, an interviewing process um, to the point that you would say yes when, when you have a role, you would say no. In that process, when we talk about running from something, running to something, um, the person that really wants to run to you, even when you're not ready to hire them, will go all the way through the process to the point that you would either say yes or no. But you're not paying them. They're, they're just relationships out there. Yep. Um, and it is hard. It's hard to build a talent bench for multiple different types of, uh, of roles, both your, your top one or two roles that you um, would almost make room for that person if they said yes. Um, you know, then, then, then you've got... Uh, Cause life gets in the way. Somebody leaves you and that you're, 
you didn't have what you want to hire, but you didn't have the funds for it, they come right in. And super, super story about really what do people want? It's not about money. This new generation, time is a commerce, work yep. is, 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 is commerce. And you figured it out. Mikey, share with us. I love love the building the bench. Tim got his on three. It's going to probably be five or six. (laughs) I just think. I love the building the bench. And I think about not just, you know, not just for, you know, running a business, you know, bench of talent, but I think of as a salesperson building my bench of clients. You know, you're going to lose clients. It's just inevitable, you know, And, and, and who do you have in your pipeline to, you know, replace them. You know, that, that, that's that's what comes to mind for me. Not just on a you know on a hiring thing, but in your pipeline, having okay, here's my top five. But you know, I might lose one a year or two a year. Who can I slide in there? You know, and I'm doing it. You know, in my writing business, it's like okay, I have my top five clients, but you know, you know what what's my what what is my bench of clients to where when one or two of them either runs out of money or, 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 you know, changes their business plan or whatever, you know, so build the bench is a great phrase that can be so, applied to so my, you know, anything. Well, it, in question. reverse, it's a talent pipeline. The, the, it's a talent pipeline. Exactly. Talent pipeline. So Mike, the companies yep. you're writing for or the companies you want to write for, are they looking for a writer or they, they're happy? They already have a writer, right? You, you're, you're, right. you have to recruit, you have to recruit that company to let you write. It's the same with, with, with clients. If you're exactly. listening to your salesperson, listen, we're talking to yeah. sales managers and business leaders today, but if you're a salesperson listening, here's some, listen, the right companies, somebody said, if somebody calls you and wants to do business with you, you need to stop, slow down and ask, why do you want to do business with me? I didn't recruit you. You need to go after clients who are already happy <laughs> using the company down the road. You need to go with clients who are super happy with where they're at because those will make your most loyal customers. And they're going to take a while to sell. They're going to take a while to to uh, to break up that relationship, right? But Mike, let me ask you this. I want you to talk about something. What's the importance in, in, in talking about recruitment and, and hiring? What's the importance as a sales professional or as a as a, as an employee out there to have an online presence like LinkedIn? I know you. I know you're on LinkedIn. I know you post your your blog posts to LinkedIn. I mean, that's that's the new resume, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. I I think resumes are useless at this point. I really do like your traditional, you know, resume. I mean, oh, well, maybe not useless, but they they just don't carry the same weight that they used to. It used to be the holy grail was that, man, if I get enough experience on my resume, well, now it's like your, your online presence is the new resume. I mean, people are hiring more you know, from LinkedIn, like Jeff mentioned at LinkedIn and Indeed and all these other online profiles. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of my writing work from a site called Upwork, you know, and, and just taking about three to four hours of time and really revamping my profile. You know, I got six new gigs the very next week. You know, there's no resume on there. There's no, you know, everything's online now and, you know, so everything. flip, and so flip the script okay as a as a salesperson or as an employee spending some time three or four hours go refreshing some of your profiles updating your headshot like having something that looks Bingo. legit that's your resume but now flip the script Bingo. are you a recruiter out there are you a business owner out there 
listen, if you're going after the talent that's not looking, guess what? When you reach out, they're going to go look at you online. Jeff, they're going to look at you online. David, they're looking at you. You know what? They're looking at me. Will they, here's the question for business owners. Will they get excited about what they see? Will your mm. culture, Jeff, what did That's you say? Good. What was the Jim Collins quote? That's so good. What was the Jim Collins quote? You might have a great vision or your great vision doesn't matter. Well, I said that great vision, great vision without great people is irrelevant. Is it? So listen, Power. great vision without great people. You have a That's great it. vision. You're talking to great people. Will they go online and see? Will they get excited about your online? And listen, I, I, I get it. I talked to some, you know, senior folks who don't really care to be on. Like, listen, my generation, we go on. We want to see if we can get excited about your company. You, you need an online presence. So sidebar, you need a, you need an online That's resume. Correct. So build it out. Yep. And you know what you just said with people looking up yourself, you know, when you approach them, be like, hey, do you want to buy into my vision? They want to see who you're all about. April 1st, all my social media goes offline just because I hired somebody to just make it professional. And then they ask me, um, do you want your personal site too? And I was like, I don't have a personal site. Right. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no privacy anymore on how you live your life, what you do, what you post. Yeah. And um, so I was like, you know, take it all down, revamp it. I give you like two, three weeks, I said, to make it look, you know, more professional, more appealing. Um, and, you know, that will bring me hope. I mean, will bring me to the next level. In the army, we always said something, um, what got you here won't get you to the next level. That's it. So that's what I also, you know, tell salespeople. I'm coaching a, a somebody in Atlanta right now who's about to take actually a CEO position within his company. And we talked about what, what his visions are and how he's, you know, thinking about moving forward. And he told me, like, yeah, the salesperson, he does really well. I'm going to make him head of sales. I'm going to do this. And I was like, well, okay, slow down a second. So you're telling me this person, you know, that it's great on your company because not only bringing talent to your company is important, but having talent in the right position in your company is equally important, my humble opinion. I mean, everybody wants a Tom Brady, but once you have a Tom Brady, you would not put him as a lineman, right? You would not say, hey, go out there, be a receiver. We saw what happened, what, two years in the Super Bowl when he tried to catch a ball? I mean, you don't want that. The same with your organization. Just because he's a good salesperson, is he a good head of sales? I mean, because do you really sell that much anymore? Is a more managerial position where you manage other salespeople? Right. Uh, another great example where, you know, take Larry Bird, amazing basketball player. We all know him. Not so great coach, huh? <laughs> or, you know, It's just one of one of these things, and sorry for all the sports uh, uh, comparison here, but that, you know. Oh, I love it, man! I love it. Um, yeah, and I don't think we're going to so, see him so in a Calvin Klein commercial either. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you know, I mean, going back to this, you know, what what do you do? You have you have that Tom Brady on your team. You have the Tom Brady in your organization. Now you got to find that position for him where he is the most valuable. Ideally, the quarterback position, right? So I have this amazing person finding him to get him in the, in the right spot, in the right place in my organization so I can grow. And one way I think about finding out if that's the right person, um, tell that person to create your job. Write that job description. Tell that person, hey, start writing that job description because five years from now, 
you're going to take this job description you're writing today and you're going to use this to hire your replacement. Because if you want to move up, if you want to go somewhere else, you got to find me a replacement for me. I love it. And what is better than somebody saying, hey, I'm going to grow your company X, Y, and Z. I love it, Jeff. I want to share something. So I had an, I had an interview yesterday with a candidate I'm, I'm, I'm really liking. I'm excited about it. I had to write this down. He told me at the end of the interview, if you're thinking about right now, you're already behind. Oof. So true. Those are the type of people. Huge. Point, Jeff. Like, like write your perfect job description and because that's where you will evolve. But if you're, if you're thinking about right now, you're already behind. Wow. I, I, I hope he does well in his second and third interviews outside of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, this has been great, guys. So much good content. Um, I really appreciate everybody sharing. And uh, as we wrap up, Jeff, anything we can do to support you? We're still on air. Others will listen to this as well. What, what, can, what can us and listeners do to support you? To support me? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, um, on a on a professional level, you know, um, take me up when I say let's have lunch or let's have coffee. Um, there's a great book out there, you know, never have uh, lunch by yourself, yes. never have coffee by yourself. Um, find that person, you know. If it's not me, you know, even if you pack your lunch, you know, I mean. Shared with somebody. Say, no, don't share your food. You know that's not the time. <laughs> you know the, the, the time to you know share anything. But sit down with somebody and have that thirty-minute lunch and just be like, talk about anything. And yeah. you see, mind, yeah, mind-like people. Or, you know, sometimes you just after the thirty-minute lunch, you're like, whoa. You know, I don't ever have to talk to this person again. You know, it'd be too soon. But you will find connections. You know, in, in <laughs> lunch, coffee, and um, the person that I found to run my title company once I, you know, step aside, I met over lunch yep. years ago, years ago, after all this resume and all this other stuff, you still there? Yeah. <laughs> all this yeah. other stuff didn't work out, you know, then I went to my Rolodex, to my phone, be like, hey, who are these people that I had lunch with, you know, who are in the industry, who I like to hang out with every day? And um, so we answer your question shortly. If I ask you to go coffee with me, take me up on it. Yeah. What I mean, really, what, what do you have to lose? I, I pretty much, I'm going to buy coffee, even though it's five dollars a cup now. I will, you know, and, and take that person and have lunch with that person. There you go. I went to Five Guys Hamburger last night. It was great, but they were like ten dollars. It should be ten guys. It's insane, go. man. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, good. Jeff, I'm yeah. gonna put your. Uh, if it's okay with you, I'm gonna put your your uh, email address in the in the notes of this in this uh, podcast description. So, listen, guys, if you're if you're listening, if you want to know a great coach in 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 Virginia, or if heck, if you're outside of Virginia, you gotta you can shoot Jeff an email um, and still meet with him or um, uh, pick his brain. So, uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us today. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the re- or stop the recording here. So, we'll Actually, see you all. I'm gonna real quick how powerful how powerful your podcast is, Tim. I don't want to dominate the conversation, but from the last one, we talked about resiliency. I picked up two people that listen to you um, to coach. I mean, so, you know, people are listening, you know, and these podcasts are powerful and they're reaching people. So thank you for what you're doing. Keep it up. Yeah, perfect. And it's not just all about content. 
like Jeff said, it's about strategically placed content. So take one of these episodes that resonates, share it with a, a business partner, a referral partner. Um, use use these tools in your recruiting, guys. Um, come on the show with us. Bring us one of your sales adventures, one of your sales questions, and uh, and let's build it out together. And then use that to to share around the industry. Um, every every one of us has an influence, and we can use that influence and leverage that influence. So love you guys. Thanks for being followers of the show. Give us a five star rating. Thanks, Jeff. Great to see you. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Thanks fellas. Tim.